everyone, and welcome back. I'm Estella, and this week's topic is resistance, specifically those moments when something new is on the horizon and fear creeps in to try and talk us out of going for it. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition of resistance is refusal to accept something new or different. I'm going to share a few examples of when I've encountered resistance, and I'd love to hear about instances when you've run into moments of resistance as well. Connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Finding Strength of Heart or via email at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. I started listening to country music when I was eight years old and dreamed of someday being involved in that industry. When I was in college, I was offered an opportunity to write for a country music magazine. I politely turned down the offer, my reason being that I had too many things going on at that time. Translation, I'm a writer, but I've never interviewed anyone before. I don't know how to write an album review. Can you believe I turned that down? A month or so later, I woke up in the middle of the night with a jolt realizing that I needed to take the offer, and thankfully it was still available. That became the foundation for my work as a country music journalist and publicist for nearly 15 years. And those little things I was so worried about not knowing how to do, I figured it out along the way. Next came the years leading up to my move to Nashville. I would say things like, I'll move when I've saved this much money, or I'll move when this or that happens. What if I move and things don't work out? Then I have to move again. One day, it hit me. What am I waiting for? I already had an established career in country music, and I knew I would be able to find some place to live. So why not take the leap of faith and just move? Side note, I'm about to celebrate 11 years in Nashville. And yes, there's been a few missteps here and there, but I'm doing more than okay. Fast forward to 2018, where I applied for a job and came in as a runner-up contender. I was initially bummed about it, but then accepted that God was giving me what I've been asking for all along, becoming self-employed again so I could regain control over my time. I had been a part-time dog nanny by this time for over five years, so I already had a built-in client base to grow into a full-time business. Still, I went back and forth for weeks, listing all the pros and cons for working a part-time corporate job or making the jump to become self-employed again, really visualizing what each option would look like for me. It became very clear what I already knew, that only one option was the best fit for me. I'm not interested in quick fixes. I'm more interested in long-term impact, and I knew that going through the interview process at a corporate job, getting the offer, only to turn around and leave a couple years in, was not what I wanted. So, y'all guessed it, self-employment won out. There were several very rough months at the beginning, financially speaking, but in 2019, my dog nannying business hit a major tipping point, and I was booked solid for the entire year, very quickly. Around the same time, I had been feeling a strong pull to go back to being a journalist again. I love getting to know people simply as humans, not because of the career they have. I had the idea for the title already and knew that I wanted the theme to be about navigating and healing from trauma, but also was very resistant about starting a podcast. 
I talked a little bit more about this in the first episode of season one. If you'd like to hear it, that episode is called Finding My Strength of Heart. There's that resistance making yet another appearance. What if I say I'm releasing episodes every other week and don't finish editing one on time? What if a guest cancels and I don't have another episode ready to release? What if people aren't even interested? What if the sound quality is terrible and I can't fix it? Every single thing I just mentioned happened to me last year. But hey, I'm still okay, and here we are in season two. I'm very grateful I was able to learn how to acknowledge and move past my fears along the way. Despite the challenges, I was pleasantly surprised at how much fun I started having, and what a wonderful creative outlet this has become for me. Imagine if I'd never given it a chance. I'd totally be missing out. Moving on to my next venture. Since 2020, I've had at least a handful of people tell me I'd make a great life coach. I figured I might as well give it some thought, but a few months would go by before I seriously considered what that might look like for me. Feeling that resistance coming into play again. Are we seeing a pattern here? Once my heart and brain got onto the same page, it became very clear that of all the career paths I've ever been on, being a self-acceptance coach might be the best fit because my entire life has been a journey of finding my way toward self-acceptance. From there, I got really excited about what I was about to create. So why does resistance happen? Each time, I knew it was something I really wanted to do, but was scared to make the jump. To protect my ego from getting bruised, I made up excuses for why it wouldn't work. Before even trying. The funny thing with that is, if something is meant to be in your life, it'll keep coming back no matter how many times you try to push it away. That's exactly what happened with my Bridges and Boundaries workshop. I already knew I wanted to create three signature programs, but didn't know what topics to cover. In the coming weeks, I started seeing boundaries being mentioned on social media or in daily conversation. Friends were telling me they knew they needed to create stronger boundaries, but didn't know where to start. Then my own boundaries started being tested. Okay, message received. That had to be the topic for my first workshop. And that is how Bridges and Boundaries came to fruition. Moving forward to when I was preparing the launch dates for my Bridges and Boundaries workshop. I've been saying since last April that by June of 2022, I wanted to take my dog nannying business back down to part-time in order to focus the majority of my energy toward podcasting and being a self-acceptance coach. In the meantime, I found myself saying, well, I can't commit to hosting Bridges and Boundaries in March because I'm anticipating a busy dog nannying month and I don't want to burn out from exhaustion. I had the right idea with the self-care component, but y'all, I made a startling discovery when I pulled out my calendar last week. I have zero bookings for March. There was that resistance again coming in hot, showing me what my biggest fear was, that no one was going to sign up for my workshop. As soon as I acknowledged this fear, it melted away. Because once again, I realized that God was trying to give me what I've been asking for. Guess what I did? I actually moved up my launch. And I'm excited to announce that enrollment opens next week for my Bridges and Boundaries workshop. I'll be hosting two groups, with week one beginning March 15th 
and 17th. Do you find yourself constantly rearranging your own schedule and plans to accommodate others? Are you physically, mentally, emotionally, or energetically exhausted at the end of the day, but feel like you got nothing done? Do you feel guilty saying no to people, whether it's helping them or attending a gathering you've been invited to? Do you struggle with knowing when to set, effectively communicate, or enforce boundaries, or what to say or do when a boundary is crossed? If this sounds like you, then my Bridges and Boundaries workshop may be a good fit for you. Message me on Instagram or Facebook at Finding Strength of Heart, or email me at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com for more info on getting enrolled. What I've learned through each of these experiences is to trust myself to make a decision and just go with it. If I need to course correct later, I can, but just move forward. Because if I don't ever take action, there's a 100% chance I won't get anywhere. Literally every time I jumped without having a safety net, things progressed exponentially quicker than I could ever imagine. After moving past my fears, I always come to the realization that out of two choices, one was clearly the better fit. So why not make the jump and do more of what I want? Are there other ways resistance can show up in our lives? Absolutely. We are in a society of hustlers, so somehow it feels wrong when we want to take time for naps, rest, and downtime. Feeling guilt for doing something my body is telling me it needs is something I'm working on. I would honor my body's need for rest, but the resistance came around in the form of feeling guilty about having to do it because I also had this mile-long to-do list that I quote-unquote should be working on. Does this also happen to you? I'd love to know how you are able to overcome moments of resistance. Let me know on Instagram or Facebook at Finding Strength of Heart, or you can email me at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. Here are some ways I've been able to overcome resistance. First, I ask myself, is this something I would enjoy doing? If the answer is yes, the next question is, is this something I would enjoy doing more than what I'm already doing now? This could be anything from big decisions like considering a career change to small joys of daily life, like creating time for hobbies or favorite pastimes. Another thing that has been helpful for me is taking the right or wrong out of it. What I mean by that is, don't look at decisions as making a right or wrong choice. I ask myself, what do I feel like doing right now? If I feel like taking a nap, then that is my choice to do so, which also honors my body's need to rest, without the guilt attached. The amazing thing is, my productivity is so much higher when I give my body time to rest which of course makes me feel even more energized. It's not about making a right or wrong, good or bad decision. It's about making a decision and just going for it. I believe that resistance shows up to remind us that while change can be very scary, it can also be a breath of fresh air that we didn't even know we needed. When you find yourself feeling resistance, take a few moments to acknowledge any fears and reservations that are coming up. And then make the leap. You might try it out and learn that it's not your thing. That's totally okay. You gave it a chance and now you know. But you might also try and be surprised at how much fun you have. 
That's been my experience just about every time I was hesitant to do something, only to do it and wonder why I waited so long. What are ways resistance is showing up in your life? Let me know on Instagram or Facebook at Finding Strength of Heart, or you can email me at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. I would love to know what your favorite part of this episode was. Tag me at Finding Strength of Heart on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me at FindingStrengthOfHeart at gmail.com. Until next time, take good care of you, and we'll chat soon.